As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Organic like his mom. So why is he making spaghetti after her? What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. It's brought to you by the good people at Hip Hop DX. And I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm the other host, Ada. It's Wednesday and a couple of things to get into today. So Eminem is bringing his mom's spaghetti restaurant to New York for a pop-up shop for 8 Mile's 20th anniversary. Drake and 21 Savage are being hit with a $4 million lawsuit over this fake Vogue cover. And 50 Cent has hit another career milestone with his debut album, making its way to its 150th week on the Billboard chart. So a couple of things to dive into today. As you know, this is our last week of DX Daily. We're on the countdown. We are on our last three episodes. This is the third to last episode of DX Daily that there will ever be. So go ahead and make sure you subscribe so you can check out all of the back catalog of all the amazing episodes that we have. And thank you for your support for all of this time. Now let's go ahead and jump into it. All right, let's get started with Eminem and his mom's spaghetti restaurant. Uh, he has announced a special pop-up event happening tomorrow in New York City in honor of 8 Mile's 20th anniversary. I can't believe it's been 20 years since that movie came out. That's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been 20 years. Like, I feel like I just saw it maybe like five years ago. Like, but... Yeah, time goes by fast. 20 years is impressive. Yeah, like that's like a, a one of those staple movies of childhood like that everybody knows, everybody remembers. So impactful as far as like hip hop movies go. So yeah, it deserves this amount of fanfare around it. I mean, Eminem's doing an album re-release. He did like the deluxe version of the soundtrack 20 years later. He's doing a special pop-up shop with Mom Spaghetti. So like, I, I feel like this soundtrack is getting its proper fanfare for a 20th anniversary. That's a major milestone with something that has been so, so impactful within the culture. The movie and the soundtrack separately and in themselves. Like the movie was as equally as impactful as the soundtrack was and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. And um, if you don't know what the whole mom spaghetti restaurant is, it comes from the song Lose Yourself, where he's like palm sweaty, mom throwing up mom spaghetti, things like that in the beginning of the song. So he had plans to make it a restaurant back in 2017. And it finally became a reality when he opened up the first brick and mortar in Detroit in 2021. So, um, for the 20th anniversary, it's going to be a pop-up in the Shopify space in Manhattan Soho neighborhood, and it is between November 10th and November 20th, and you got it RSVP to check it out. This was like them ghost restaurants on DoorDash and Uber Eats and all of that. <laughs> like, it's not really the opening of, you know, an actual mom spaghetti branded restaurant or anything like that, but, you know, just a, a pop-up shop, like what you know a pop-up shop to be. And as far as what's on the menu, they got $9 cartons of spaghetti or 12 if you want spaghetti with meatballs. It's going to cost you a little extra. They got $11 spaghetti sandwiches, which, okay, interesting choice. Uh, and $14, uh, $14 cartons of spaghetti with vegan meatballs. So, you know, they got your plant-based options as well. So um, are, would you be interested in dining here? I had always heard that, I think I saw some video where people were trying out the mom spaghetti in Detroit, and they said it wasn't all that good, but I think, like, just because it's Eminem and the whole nostalgia behind the whole mom spaghetti and things like that, 
I would go for that. But am I expecting a high quality meal? No, I don't think I don't think it'd be good. But I'll go just because it's Eminem, you know. But <laughs> would you go? I guess like I would go just to see it, like just to do it, like as an experience. But I, as far as eating the spaghetti, I don't know. I don't really know because. I don't really like anyone else's spaghetti but mine. Like, even though it's, it's hard to mess up spaghetti, the only, like, the only spaghetti that I eat is either if I make it or from Maggiano's. Like, that's the only place. And I'm not even saying that, like, ooh, uh, Maggiano's spaghetti is so amazing. I'm just saying, like, if I have to eat something outside of my own. But, like, I don't, I don't just get spaghetti at, like, restaurants or anywhere else or eat other people's spaghetti. Like, I don't know. There's something about spaghetti and something about eggs. Like, I just, it has to be my own. I don't know. But, yeah, so as far as Eminem spaghetti, his mom's spaghetti go. First of all, does Eminem don't even like his mom or didn't like his mom. So why is he making spaghetti after her if he if they didn't even have a good relationship? Maybe that was the one good thing. Maybe that was the redeeming quality in their relationship, how she would cook him spaghetti. I don't know. But, dang, I hate to, to sound negative about his restaurant <laughs> now. <laughs> would it be in the anniversary? Go get your spaghetti, man. Go get your mom's spaghetti. If you don't have weird spaghetti hangups like me, go to Eminem's pop-up shop and get your spaghetti and meatballs, your mom's spaghetti. The reasoning is valid, but, yeah, go ahead and uh, get, get some mom's spaghetti on tomorrow to the 20th. You got time, so. And I also feel like I need to revisit 8 Mile, the movie. Like, I know the movie. I know everything that happened, but it's been, like, at least... 10 years since I watched that movie in full, maybe even more than 10 years, maybe like 12 years since I watched that movie all the way out. So I got to revisit 8 Mile. This will be a good time to do that. Yeah, same here. I got to check it out again, too. All right. Now let's talk about Drake and 21 Savage because they just got hit with a $4 million lawsuit for that fake Vogue cover that they put out. And as you remember, when they announced the Vogue cover, everybody thought that they were talking about like a real Vogue magazine cover. So they kind of intentionally misled people. And now Anna Wintour intentionally wants $4 million from them. Yes. Yeah, so this comes from a Vogue's parent company called Condé Nast. And they filed the lawsuit against them and claiming they have not endorsed the Her Loss promo in any way. So they are seeking $4 million in damages and believes the deceptive campaign violates intellectual property laws. Um, Vogue claims they have asked for the production and distribution of the free magazines to stop, but to no avail. Because, you know, I think it's part of like, their merch thing, too, like people can actually get some of the fake Vogue covers if they wanted or if they could. So they want to stop that, too. But I guess it's to that to stopping the Vogue covers getting purchased or given out. They ain't can't stop or they ain't stopping that. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah, if they're selling them, that's wild. It's already wild, like, to just do a, a fake cover of somebody's magazine. Like, I get it. I get the parody of it all. But you know that you're opening yourself up to a lawsuit by just doing that. But then if you're turning around and making money off of it, oh, you know they're really going to have a problem then. Like, they're going to have mm -hmm. even more of a problem. So, um, yeah, I see why they got hit with this $4 million suit. Even though it did kind of come as a surprise to some people after Drake thanked Anna Wintour in his uh, announcement of the Vogue cover. You know, Anna was the long-running, or is, rather, the long-running editor-in-chief of Vogue. So it's just like... If you're thanking Anna Wintour in the caption for the post, of course, we're going to think this is like a real thing. Or even if it's a publicity thing, we would have at least thought that Vogue would have been roped in somehow or they, that they would have known about it. But looks like they didn't. And it looks like they want some money now. 
Right. And also, um, it says that Drake's team is surprised and confused because when they did their play on like the Howard Stern interview and the NPR Tiny Desk, those actual um, media outlets came out and like played along with the whole album run. They enjoyed it. They thought it was funny. They want NPR Tiny Desk to do a real one. Like they actually wanted Drake and 21 Savage to actually come on and do a real one. Howard Stern thought it was funny. So, yeah, they're surprised that Vogue is actually like no, I don't like this lawsuit, $4 million, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. And they were banking on them just being like, it's Drake, let him do it. Like, I think that's what they were banking on here. I don't think they were, were like, oh yeah, if they send us a lawsuit, we're just going to take that on the chin. I think that they were not expecting the lawsuit at all, which is kind of crazy. I think they were just thinking like, hey, it's Drake. So they're going to be happy as me. Like, they're going to be happy I'm doing this, which Tiny Desk was, and Howard Stern was amused by it. So it worked for two out of three. Not bad, I guess. And I'm sure Drake and 21 can afford, they can afford the four mil put together. I mean, they can afford it not put together, but put together, it's even less of a blow to them. Right. Or if they got good lawyers, I think they could uh, probably fight this one some somehow, some way or something. So we'll see. Yep, we definitely will. All right, well, now let's talk about 50 Cent because one of his albums, his debut album, Get Rich or Die Trying, has celebrated yet another Billboard chart milestone. Um, And 50 shared a message for rappers who want to achieve this same kind of longevity as him because this album just hit its 150th week on the Billboard chart. An album that came out in the early 2000s. Like, that's crazy for 50. Matter of fact, let me clap it up for that. One hundred and fifty weeks on the Billboard two hundred. Um, it just clocked in at number one hundred and sixty-five. And mind you, this album came out in two thousand and three. <laughs> like, I, between Get Rich or Die Trying or Good Kid, Mad City, I don't know which of these out, al- which of these albums or projects have been on the charts for long longest. Like, this is one hundred and fifty weeks. People don't do that. Like, that's not regular. That's not an easily achievable feat. So, uh, kudos to Fifty on that one. That's a major milestone and a major accolade that a lot of people don't have. Yeah, it's definitely major. And he had to share the news on his Instagram. And he also wrote alongside an article saying, take your time and make a classic. They last a long time. And as you know, on the Get Rich or Die Trying album, there's um, songs on there like In the Club, which still gets played and 21 Questions that still gets played. Um, So so yeah for him to say when you make an album make it a classic clearly 2003 all the way to 2022 and probably going to keep going because of how big in the club and 21 questions is and other songs on the album i agree with 50's advice definitely take your time a lot of people put out music so quick or so fast and these lps and eps but such as you say like good kid mad city we still talk about that as a great album Get Rich or Die Trying, a great album and things like that. So that's good advice from 50. Yeah, and he reflected on this back in 2019. You know, it was still on the charts then. Um, Mm -hmm. And at that point in time, the album had sold 13.3 million copies. So back then he was like, do you remember the time? Billie Jean, Thriller, all number one hits. Basically likening his hits to that level of success of a Billie Jean or a Thriller or a Remember the Time. It's just that. They're that long standing. These hits have stood the test of time. And then like even the songs that aren't considered the the standout hits of the album, like just no skips <laughs> whatsoever. Like definitely a hip hop classic, definitely well-deserved for the 150 weeks on the charts. And congratulations to 50 Cent for winning yet again. 50 Cent ain't stopped winning yet. 
actually. <laughs> so one more round of applause for him. I think that's a good note to end it on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, you can subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Go check out that back catalog. Friday is our last show, so go ahead and, you know, get caught up on our past episodes. And make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, because we will be continuing to put out content on that channel. You can check us out on all the voiceovers, on the news stories over there, on the DX YouTube, which is Hip Hop DX. You can also keep up with us on Hip Hop DX's social media channels as well, which is Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, which is at Hip Hop DX. And follow us too, if you haven't done so already. It's been 480 something episodes at this point. You should have already hit the follow button on our socials. But if you haven't, you guys, you are still more than welcome to. I am at Asia Sky on everything. That's A S H I A, Asia S K Y E, Sky. Uh, let me know if you are a daily, DX Daily listener too, like, so I can definitely make sure that I follow you back. For sure. And I'm at A-Dub on everything. That's A-Y-E-E-E-D-U-B-B. All right. We'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.